Welcome to the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship. I'm John Hare, and you've found the place where we talk horses. Today, we're having a hometown podcast. I'm at Bakersfield College with Chloe Griffiths, president of the recently formed Bakersfield College rodeo team, and her coach, Andrea Price. Chloe, Andrea, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Andrea, when did you form the rodeo team? We just started the rodeo team this last year. So last fall was our first rodeo that we went to. We went to Feather River in Quincy. And then um, the second rodeo was the same weekend. And we went to Lassen in Susanville. So that was for our first competition, our first travel as a team. It was a long 10-hour drive, but we did it. It was, it was fun. What is the rodeo season? How long is that? It starts at the end of September, and then it lasts until about middle of May. So our first rodeo was in, I think it was September 30th, and that'll be the same um, for this coming year. And then we finished in Vegas uh, May 15th. Very good. Yeah. I, all roads lead to Vegas and oh, when it yeah. comes to rodeo, right? <laughs> yeah, <yep. laughs> Got to have the finals in Vegas. And, and Chloe, tell us a little bit about your rodeo experience. Why, why did you want to become part of this team? Oh, I have loved rodeo, and I've been competing in rodeo for almost 10 years now. And I did high school rodeo from my eighth grade year to my senior year of high school. And I was really looking forward to continuing it in college, but it was really hard to find a community college that had a rodeo team, especially in Southern California. I was planning on going to a different college before Bakersfield College, and it didn't work out because I live in Tehachapi, and it was going to be way too far of a drive to try to make it to practices. And then one of my friends during my last high school rodeo was like, oh, did you know Bakersfield is starting a rodeo team and completely changed courses, but it really worked out in the long run and has been an amazing year so far. Very cool. And so did you high school rodeo in Tehachapi? We had a couple. I rodeoed for District 9 and we only had a few in Tehachapi, but that was always my favorite place. And I did the junior rodeos through Tehachapi Mountain Rodeo Association. That was what I started with. That was my very first rodeo. Very cool. What events do you compete in? Right now, I've been just competing in barrel racing, but my coach <laughs> really wants me to do breakaway. And um, I have a horse, and I think I'm going to do it this next season, so I'm looking forward to it. All right. Andrea just cheered. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How many events do you guys compete in? So we have both a men's events and uh, women's events. The men have seven uh, different events, and the women compete in four. Plus, both of them have what they call the all-around, so you have to compete in at least two of either your men's events or two of the women's. And how are you finding participation? Do you have a lot of people on the team? We actually started last year as our maiden year with five and ended the year with three and three of them are coming back next year and then we had our first like get to know everybody meeting and had 12 students total so pretty much we're doubling in yeah. size i know there's a lot more interested people out there we're just gonna have to pull them out of the woodwork and tell them to come come join us <laughs> Well, there's a lot of good junior rodeo programs around here. I know you mentioned Tehachapi. We've supported the Tehachapi Mountain Rodeo Association, and 
and those guys are doing a great job. And there's also um, Bakersfield Youth Rodeo that happens out uh, Rancheria once a month or so. So you've got kind of a feeder outlet. And Bakersfield's kind of known for an ag community and kind of Very a cowboy much. community. Was there a rodeo team here once before? Do we know? I heard tell. <laughs> I haven't found exactly what day or what years that a long time ago there was an actual rodeo team uh, that competed in the West Coast, but it has not been for many, many, many years. And it has been needed for many years because, like you said, it's a very agriculture community and a lot of cowboys ranch work. And we're sending all of our students, our prime youth, off to different schools. You know, Chloe's a great example. I was a similar example that, like, I didn't know that we had something available in Bakersfield for that. And if I did, I would have jumped on it. Chloe was able to do that and stay in Bakersfield and be a part of the community, be a part of the rodeo, help grow both and, and not have to go anywhere. Save yeah. money right. too, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And develop your skills. Is, Absolutely. Is yeah. rodeo something that you want to go on into in the future? I definitely plan to. One of my big goals is do the Indian National Finals Rodeo. I am Native American and it's one of my dreams and I've already been to South Point and competed but <laughs> now I want to do it for the INFR and hopefully I'll be there one day. So I definitely want to try to take it all the way. Very cool. And now as a rodeo member you have to have your own horse? Yes. Pretty much? Yes. We are not able to provide students with their own horses or equipment. Typically, all the students that are joining for any of the NIRA, they have their own horse. They have their own equipment, or if they're bull rider or rough stock rider, they, they have their own gear. Mm -hmm. But as far as transportation, we're, we're a tight-knit group right now, and I want to keep it that way so we can help out travel. There's plenty of room in the stock trailers for, right. for more horses. And What do you guys practice? Currently, uh, with such a small group, we were just having everybody practice at home. You know, we'd get together as often as we can. Most of the time, it was just at one of the students' arenas at their house. Mm -hmm. We are hoping to find a home location that's kind of in the works. We'll hopefully find that out by September so that we can have a solid place to practice at least four times a month. So that's still in the works. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of uh, the rodeo are speed events and as a coach how do you coach those up how do you help each individual in their event well for everything foundation is the most important speed will come with time but you still have to have your foundation right and most of these girls that well the three girls that we had they practiced on their own they the main focus on having a good practice is having it done correctly then you can pick up the speed and add the speed later. And horsemanship? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Where did you learn your horsemanship from, Chloe? I started riding at a little stables down the street from where I used to live, and my trainer, Salty, it was his name, very <laughs> cowboy name, but he's the one who got me started on rodeo, and he was all about horsemanship and taking care of your horses. That's basically what we started out with. And very soft hands, don't jerk on their face, don't use your spurs this much, use them this way. It was all about horsemanship when I started riding. Yeah, Salty's a nice guy. He's, I think he's moved away now. Though. Yeah, he's, oh my gosh, he's in Gerber, I think. Yeah. That's a little town, yeah. He moved yep. from one little town to another yep. little town. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea, how difficult was it 
to start a rodeo team? I mean, there's got to be tons of expenses to go on cattle and rough stock and... We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> we, like I said, we've been doing just our own students have been providing their own cattle, livestock. It's going to be something that we're going to need to figure out because everybody knows what the price of hay is going for right now. And it doesn't yeah. seem to be letting up anytime soon. And then having location for the animals, for the livestock. We've got quite a few like bucking stock in town that they've offered for practice. Uh-huh. Uh, so that kind of helps with expenses. We don't have to pay to maintain that livestock, but we would have to pay for practice. Right. What about the college? Do they support a team like this? Can you get the athletic funds from them? We have grants through the student organization. We can pay for little things here and there, but for the most part, the club is self-funded, so um, we're not an athletic team. It's an actual club, Uh so it works a little different. Uh, There's a couple different schools. They are athletic teams. Most of the other colleges and universities are clubs which would be self-funded. And then there are a few like Cal Poly and I think Fresno as well are academic programs. So they kind of get their funding a little bit different. Right now as being a club, we have to do everything ourselves uh, besides like basic office supplies. <laughs> There's a, they do the junior rodeos, those two guys. Tinocos? Tinocos, yeah, yeah. that's actually after this. I'm going to go hang out and see what they're doing tonight. Right, because so. it's Wednesday night. They <laughs> yep. have their practice yep. on Wednesday night. Yep. So the, the Tinocos, they help you out? Yeah, they uh, both, uh, Jerry Tinoco and then Frankie Cadena over at mm-hmm. Funny Farm. He's another bull riding practice arena. They've both been like, hey, whenever you want to come over, just bring your students, and, and that's what we're going to do. And those guys know what they're doing. I've oh, met heck yeah. Jerry a couple <laughs> of times, and he's just, oh, man, he is right in yeah. there. I think uh, Mariano just won pretty big wherever. I can't remember where he, where he went this last weekend, but he's still riding bulls and yeah. doing well. <laughs> so what are some of the other challenges that you face in trying to get this team going? How about not a challenge? <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's go with the easy let's, one. Let's go for the easy one. I mean, the support has been there. The community support, the student support, parent, and the college, faculty, but it's kind of just getting through the paperwork part, making sure that we have the uh, travel forms filled out, all of the uh, permission slips, and then just the little ins and outs of having a student organization has been a little bit more challenging than what I would have thought it would be. For how difficult it seems it could be, the support of the students, the excitement of the students, the excitement of their parents, uh, the community, it's just, it makes it, no matter what the challenges are there, it makes it almost seem easy just to keep going. <laughs> and did you compete in junior rodeo? I did not. I grew up riding through high school is when I kind of really got serious about riding, but I did horse shows. I competed on the equestrian team at Fresno State. Mm-hmm. So I saw their rodeo club. <laughs> I saw them practice, but I was practicing my horsemanship and I never really competed in rodeo. So it wasn't just for a few years ago that I really started getting around roping, watching more of the barrel racing. I don't know 
Haley Kinzel for barrel racing in the NFR, just watching her, she just kind of sparked my like interest in barrel racing. <laughs> just like after watching Haley Kinzel in the NFR and seeing how much she competed and how much she loved it, it was just like, okay. When you're not doing the rodeo club, then what do you do here at, at Bakersfield College? I am an adjunct instructor for the ag department. I've been teaching part-time for the ag department for about four years now. Mm -hmm. I've kind of done odds and ends jobs. I worked a little bit at Three Brands, the cattle company, the feedlot. Mm -hmm. I was there for a little bit. And what classes do you teach? I just had horse production for the summer school. That's my favorite class ever. What, and it, what is horse production? Yeah, everybody asks that. So we go through the whole evolution of the horse, the physiology of the evolution of the horse, and then uh, the uses of the horses. So not just for agriculture uses, but what we do now in modern times. And then we do a lot of hands-on. I bring my horse, my personal horses to school and it's not only just to give them free baths, you know, <laughs> the, the students get to, you know, groom on them and handle them. For the final, I made the first student that showed up, she made up the horsemanship walking through the cones pattern, mm -hmm. which that was her test. Is like, and she put it together a pretty cool little test. I was like, oh, good oh. job. <laughs> I'll take you to a horse show. <laughs> A lot of these students may not have been exposed to horses. Though. Just about everybody that goes to that class, they have very, very little experience. There are a few students that have horses at home, but either it's another family members or, oh, I, I, I see it every once in a while, or very few have the experience that rodeo students do, except last year I had two of them, and that's two out of the three that competed all year long uh, cool. were from my horse production class. Wow. Yeah. Chloe, tell us a little bit about your horse. Well, right now my main horse that I barrel race on, her name's Lizzie, and she's a paint horse, and I've had her probably six years now. And we, it took us a long time to click. She fought with me a lot in the beginning. She's a diva. She is a diva. She is. Like, you want to look up, like, diva barrel horse, she'll probably pop up. And she gets jealous when I ride my other horses. She's like, no, you're supposed to be riding me. Like, last night I was practicing on, on Rainy, my breakaway horse, and Lizzie was not having it. She was... No, no, I'm the main one. You're the backup. Like, no. yeah. Was she the horse that took you through high school rodeo? Then? Yes. Yeah, I've had her from the very beginning, basically. And she's the horse that I won my first championship buckle on. And hopefully more. Yeah. Hopefully throughout this season, we will be getting some more. But she was the one who started the high school in the junior rodeos. Wow. Do you have any uh, favorite stories about competing that? Probably my favorite is we were at um, Tatch the Tatchby Junior Rodeos, mm -hmm. and it was the first time I ever hit an 18-second run on, on a standard pattern. And it was mind-blowing, and she's kind of like one of those horses that's sneaky fast, and I didn't even know I ran an 18-second run until I was done, but it was, it was amazing. That's probably my favorite. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like you on the beach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After our Cal Poly um, 
San Luis Rodeo, we went to the beach and we all ran on the beach. <laughs> and Lizzie decided that she was going to turn into a racehorse and she took off down the beach. It was amazing. <laughs> I was in back trying to video, like riding yeah. on the horse and like holding the phone. <laughs> As Chloe gets smaller and smaller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. just like, shoot, go. Yeah. Lizzie's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> this was her moment. She's yeah. taking it. Yeah. So we know there's a couple of hidden gears in there that yes. are like, okay, Chloe, that 18 second on a standard is not good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'll say 17 this time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the barrel racing courses, are they all measured exactly so they're exactly the same? Yeah. Uh, and they do have small patterns. Because you, you got me? different yeah. arenas, right? Yeah. So it depends on the size of the arena. I believe a standard is, I think it's 95 between the first and the second and 105 from the first to the third. And that's about as big as they go. I know for the 2020 NFR, they ran in, I think it was Texas. I can't remember what, it was a baseball field, but they ran a standard pattern there. And the fastest times I've seen is with Haley Kinsel. And she runs like, it's like a 16-2 or something insane like that. But <laughs> the a standard is as big as they go and they can be super small like at triple c here in bakersfield mm. their indoor arena you can run a 12 second run on that pattern and that's one of the fastest that they go i don't know the exact dimensions but i think it's probably 50 and 60 feet it's yeah it's really small wow andrea what more do you need from the community to really get the bc team rolling i I don't know how else to say it other than a little bit of cash donations. <laughs> yeah, money's a big deal, right? <laughs> money talks, right? Yeah. So we have asked for donations either through our Facebook page or I try to be pretty active on the Facebook and Instagram pages. We would like to this next year plan an actual fundraiser where we get to invite the community to see the rodeo team and interact with all of the students because we're going to be having a lot this year. I can feel it. <laughs> We are looking for ways to help our students go to these competitions. So I roughed out what it would cost for one student to travel to all 10 different rodeos with their entry fees, with their hotel fees, and it for them to compete for all 10, it's about $2,500 a year. All of our three students, they paid out of pocket. Yeah, poor college students. You're trying yes. to go to college and you trying to follow <laughs> yes. your passion. That's Absolutely. I had to get a job right out of high school, but it's uh, thankfully it's a job that I like. And it has helped through the rodeo, but mainly my parents and grandparents are the ones who have given a lot. And friends and family have also helped throughout the years. And thank goodness I have them, or I probably wouldn't be rodeoing. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. And she mentioned grandparents and parents, both Chloe's grandparents and Jada Mountain. She's another one of our students. Their parents put together our competition vests. So we're required to wear a vest for college rodeo. They handmade it, and then uh, Chloe's grandma had a little machine to put this logo logo on the back awesome. of it. So, I mean... What other companies around town have helped you out? 
HPS Plumbing gave us big heavy leather jackets uh, with our BC Rodeo team logo on the back. Ooh. It was all embroidered and it was so cool that even the president of the college, Dr. Databoy, wanted one. So he got one. <laughs> I was like, well, thankfully we did have that sponsorship from HPS Plumbing and we couldn't say thank you enough for that. It was, it was pretty cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, if people want to help out the BC Rodeo team, a lot of our listenership comes right from here in Kern County. How can they contact you? Well, I can be contacted through email okay. at Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A dot Price. So that's P-R-I-S-E at bakersfieldcollege.edu. The community can contact through the Facebook page, the rodeo team at Bakersfield College, or through the Insta- Instagram account. It's the BC Rodeo Instagram. And if somebody wants to become part of the BC Rodeo team, how do they go about doing that? They First, they'd have to enroll in BC, right? Correct. So to actually be in the club, as long as they're a BC student, they can join the club. That There's no requirement for that. The more the merrier. We always need helping hands, whether at practice or at getting ready for competitions or whatever. We, we can always use help for that. But to be on the team, you have to have your own equipment, your own horse. One stipulation is you do have to be under 24. Uh, we had a student try to join and he was a little bit on the older side. Unfortunately, we can't let everybody or I'm, else... I'm out. Right? <laughs> you Darn. would be having like a... So there's somebody that may want to be part of the team, but it sounds like if somebody just likes being around horses, maybe is not a rodeo person, you could probably use their help as grooms and... They can help and watch and hang absolutely, out too, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Team supporters. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. I, the more the merrier for people helping. There, there's always something to do, especially if anybody hasn't been around horses. It's it's great experience just to get to see what rodeo is, get to see what the sport is, how why we compete, who competes. Definitely, just doesn't matter if you have experience or not. You're more than welcome to come join. One thing about college rodeo is even though we currently don't have funds to pay the students way to go, we're looking at getting that put together. I want to be able to provide entry fees, travel costs for our students so that they don't have to worry about paying for that. And there's all sorts of different scholarships to apply for schools. You know, there's some students or some younger people out there that think, well, I don't want to go to school. I just want to go rodeo. Well, there's opportunity to do both with college rodeo. So you could pay for your college rodeo. Hopefully we can have that paid for through the club and then get your schooling out of the way. It's, It's almost like It'd be a waste of time if all you want to do is just rodeo. You can get your your schooling done, too. And, you know, let's face it, rodeo is a tough sport, so it's right. kind of nice to have something to fall back on. If, right. You know, your education is going to get you through a lot of those, those sports. You have to know what you're doing. Yep, and a lot of people think that being in the rodeo world that you have to go to agriculture classes or farming classes or be an ag student. While I 
I'm going to talk up the ag d- department as much as I can. You don't have to. Like, right. there's uh, communication majors. There's arts majors. One of our students that's joining this year is going to be a history teacher. So it you don't have to just take ag classes. Right. You're just as long as you're taking 12 units. So if there's, like, some kind of class you're interested in or, shoot, you just want to do a welding class so you can build better pins at home, just take 12 units of that, and and that will qualify you to be a competitor for College Rodeo. What did you say? You had three members on the team. Were they all women? This For the first year, I did just have all girls. Mm-hmm. But this next year, we're having a lot more interest from both men and women. In the College Rodeo circuit, are there a lot of men that compete? Is it predominantly female? What we saw a lot last year for the West Coast region was it was pretty heavy in the female sports on the female side. I think there was like 80 to 90 barrel raisers, 80 to 90 breakaway ropers. And then for the men's, we had like five bull riders for the whole region. That's 10 different schools. We only had five bull riders. So that that's probably a function of if somebody's a good enough bull rider, they go to the pro circuit. If not, they probably give up the sport, right? Right. Instead, they might even think that if they utilize college rodeo, they might be able to develop those skills a little bit more and gain a lot more experience and then go on professional bull riding if that's what their end goal actually is, right? And that's kind of the thing is that as riders are coming out of high school, they don't really look at college. They just want to automatically jump to the PRCA because it's available and they don't see that, you know, college rodeo is the middle ground. Like like I said, I didn't really know about college rodeo when I was in college until I went to Fresno State and I saw their arena. I was like, oh, hey, that's cool. But like, I didn't know anything about it. So a lot of them don't even know that college rodeo is an option. Also, college rodeo might not look as lucrative as what the PRCA would be. But the NIRA, the National Intercollegiate Rodeo Association, is partnered up with the PRCA, Professional Rodeo Cowboy Association, to offer a decreased PRCA application for the permit. So that's kind of incentive to do college rodeo because you can pay for your PRCA card while you're still college rodeoing. That's not something that you have to do one or the other. You could do both. And a lot of younger riders don't know that. It's $100 off, so $100 off of your permit, that's... Uh, you know, a little bit more, plus all of your winnings that you earn in college rodeo apply towards filling your permit. Wow, that's got to be a big plus, I would think, too. Right, so especially if there's only five bull riders in the whole circuit, you know, you win all that money just showing up. (laughs) Yeah, that's something I, I don't know that younger competitors really realize that college is a good stepping stone well good this has been a lot of fun gals gosh i had a great time yeah me too yeah (laughs) is there anything else you wanted to add (laughs) right in front of us is the the, uh, certificate what did what's the certificate in this medal for so even though it was our first year as a student oh yeah i hear that clanking thing (laughs) it was our first year as a student organization 
the Rodeo Club was voted as Student Organization of the Year, voted on by Bakersfield College students. So, I mean, we were just overjoyed with, one, other people know what we are, (laughs) who we are, right? And two, we get a cool little uh, plaque and a cool medal to put up on the wall. You know, that's the first of many awards coming soon. I can feel it. Yeah. Well, I wish you both the best of luck. I hope I get to watch you compete, Chloe. <laughs> yes, thank you. Be fun. Yeah. Our first rodeo is going to be at the end of September in Feather River, and then in November we'll we'll be close enough in Fresno. Very good. So, do, do you have home competitions too? We are working on that. We're hoping to be able to do in fall of 2023 to have. A college rodeo in Bakersfield. That's our goal. Oh, great. If we can help, just give me a call. We'll, yes, sir. We'll do our, what we yes, can sir. to promote it. Thank you so thank much. You. It was great talking to you. you and too. thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> my pleasure. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks to Chloe Griffiths and Andrea Prize for their time and efforts in putting their Bakersfield College rodeo team together. There's a lot of work on the road ahead. They both appear very competent at getting things done. Bakersfield has a rich history of horses, livestock, and ag in general. I think the sport of rodeo extends our local culture. If you'd like to help or get more information about the team, contact Andrea or Chloe through Bakersfield College, or I'll have contact information and other links in the description at wopodcast.com. If you can help develop the team through donations or your unique talents, please do. New projects like this need a lot of people and effort to get the ball rolling. You'll be doing something good. As always, if you'd like to share a story or experience about your horse or suggest a guest, let's hear it. Send an email to john at wopodcast.com or connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram under the name Whoa, podcasts. It's great hearing from you. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast with your friends and writing buddies. Until next time, for Renee, this is John Hare saying, go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.